Holidays can be stressful and winter in general can feel extra challenging emotionally. In today's episode, we're going to dive into how to really cultivate emotionally healthy holidays. This is going to be a three-week series. Today is part one where we are focusing on expectations and good communication. Are you in a season where you're longing for more, desiring inner peace, hoping for more authenticity in relationships? Perhaps you're feeling unsettled inside, like you know that God is calling you deeper, higher, and further than you've ever gone before. You are ready for change and it's time for something to shift. But what is it? What's been missing? My name is Amber Todd. I am a Christian counselor, and I believe that you were never meant to live a disconnected, segmented life. You were created for connection, deep, authentic, healing connection. First, within yourself, because your mental, physical, and spiritual health is interconnected. This is why I love collaborating with doctors and like-minded holistic practitioners who honor God's design for our whole being to function and operate in harmony. Life Interconnected Podcast is an intentional space you can come to every week to receive encouragement, hope, and a fresh perspective on your internal world so that you better understand your thoughts and emotions and how to live a connected life. Join this movement of mindful believers who desire to grow in our faith and cultivate a holistic approach to health and wellness. Subscribe to the podcast today and share it with your friends. Welcome to Life Interconnected. As we dive into this topic of emotionally healthy holidays, I first just want to remind you of the season we're in and why that's important. So you've heard me talk a lot about how God created us to be in sync with the rest of his creation. So we as his image bearers are designed to thrive when we are living in sync with the rest of what God has created. And one of those aspects that we've talked about on the podcast that I I want to bring to your attention is this idea of living in sync with the seasons. So as we're talking about approaching the holidays, specifically Thanksgiving and Christmas, we're also getting closer and closer to really being in the winter season. And I think that's important. I know I feel it very much in my spirit. Um, This has been a really full year. It's been a year of a lot of transition for me personally, a year of growth, a year of uh, breakthrough um, for our family. And we have poured our hearts and time and energy into many unique opportunities. And in, in October alone, I did three speaking events. And as I'm you know, recovering from all of that and preparing for the holidays, I'm very much feeling in my spirit this need to um, slow down and to be reflective and introspective and to really allow the Lord to work in me and reveal what he wants to speak to in my heart, in my mind, in my soul. I think the winter is a time of, you know, in essence, a spiritual hibernation. Um, it's a time where you look at the leaves outside, you know, they're all falling to the ground. Um, things go into um, shedding and releasing and awaiting. And so as we see creation going into winter visually, physically, practically, I think in the spirit, we also need to remember that 
if we can live in sync with that idea, if we can be aware of, okay, this is a winter season, instead of fighting against it, I'm going to actually surrender to it. And so instead of trying to do a bunch of new things, um, I'm going to actually allow my mind, my body to reset. And so given that it's the winter season, I think if we frame that as approaching the holidays, it's going to give us a more clear understanding of how to be emotionally healthy. So this this series has been on my heart because <laughs> every year after the holidays, I feel like I have so many thoughts and feelings about what I wish I would have communicated or how I want to grow or change in the next year. But then obviously a whole year goes by and then it's easy to forget. The fall goes by fast before you know it's Thanksgiving and you're like, oh no, I'm doing the same thing that happened last year that I remembered that I wanted to be different. And so that's why I wanted to encourage you um, in this series, this these next few weeks is that you do have a say in your experience over the holidays. And I'm especially speaking to those of you who feel like um, there are challenging or stressful um, dynamics in your family that can lead to feeling maybe emotionally drained or worn out or misunderstood. And obviously, when it comes to family relationships, our family relationships are not relationships that we've chosen. And so, you know, a lot of us have a diverse dynamic of personalities and maybe even faith backgrounds or value systems or parenting approaches uh, from our family members. And so when we're put in a room together or around a dinner table, those things are going to be exposed because typically, you know, when it comes to our circle of friends, our community, our church, we most likely gravitate towards people who are most similar to us. And so being around family, um, especially around the holidays, it's almost exposing some of those differences, which means it's also exposing the pain point of those differences. And so as you think about that, I want you to think about, you know, what has been exposed in you specifically if we start to reflect on, you know, your experience last year. Now, again, I know it's been a little while since last Thanksgiving or last Christmas, but I, I think reflection and introspection is important, especially when we feel um, triggered or we feel like maybe things didn't go exactly how we hoped. Um, I, I kind of chuckle when I think about my experience as a kid at my birthday parties. Gosh, probably when I was turning, you know, five, six, seven, you can ask my mom, she would tell you this. Almost every single birthday party, I at some point would cry. And looking back, I think part of it was like I had really high expectations of what I hoped it would be. And if it didn't meet those expectations, you know, I would, you know, get upset or be like really disappointed. And I think that's sort of the principle that I'm trying to get at. If we're not clear about our own expectations, and if we don't communicate those expectations effectively, of course, we're going to repeat patterns. Of course, we're going to be disappointed. And so, you know, it's one thing to hold hope, right? We always hold hope, especially for family members who are maybe more challenging, like, oh, hopefully next year I'll be better. But if we don't actually reflect on what was challenging last year and and gain some insight from that and do something different, then likely we're going to repeat the same pattern. 
So we're going to dig into the three main points of, okay, how do we do this? How do we cultivate emotionally healthy holidays, especially around expectations and communication? So here's point number one. I want you to get really clear on your desires, your hopes, your expectations. And that means reflecting on, again, what worked last year, like what went really well last year? What was so enjoyable and peaceful and connected? You know, I know for me, when we lived out of state in Pennsylvania, away from family for years, we were traveling most holidays. You know, we were on the road or in airplanes, living out of suitcases. And obviously we wanted to be with our family in that time. But also, it was exhausting. <laughs> it was, um, you know, time-consuming and expensive and sometimes stressful traveling every single holiday. And so for me, a core value that I realized through that is like, I just love being home with my family and not having to um, travel and not feeling um, stressed about going every single place to see every single person, which is how I felt in the beginning. And that was honestly pressure I put on myself and not standing up for myself about what my boundaries and limits were. And so just honestly reflecting on what do you wish was different? You know, what would you have changed last year? And where was the breakdown in either, you know, expectations or communication? So get really clear on what you desire. Do you want to wake up on Christmas morning and just be, you know, with your family or your spouse and your kids? Do you want to be included in that dinner that maybe you've never gotten an invite to? Do you want to be with your whole huge large family and um, envision a certain type of breakfast around someone's table at, at a specific house? You know, we all kind of have a picture in our heads of what our ideal you know, holiday season is. Um, I know a lot of friends who, you know, try to kind of uh, rotate between sides of the family. So if you're married and, you know, you have your husband's family, your family, you know, or vice versa, a lot of people will kind of rotate either, okay, do Thanksgiving with one and Christmas with another, or, okay, we're at this Thanksgiving and then we drive over to this Thanksgiving, especially if you come from a divorced household that can be so tricky. Um, I know my my husband's cousin um, comes from a family, a divorced family that she has like four sets of parents and it's very overwhelming, um, especially as you have kids, right? Like you're not just meeting your family's needs, but you also have to consider your children. And so again, we can put these like unspoken expectations on ourselves of like, we have to make everything even and fair. We need to, in essence, people please so that specific family members aren't disappointed or don't feel left out or don't feel lonely. Now, hear my heart. I think there's beauty in that. I think there's beauty in wanting to love people well and to be present. But I'm just wondering if sometimes those decisions are rooted in fear and people pleasing. And if that's the case, then I really encourage you to get clear on what are your true desires. Spend time praying about this. Like this, it, this might take a little bit of intention to really reflect on this and be fully honest with yourself. Because I have plenty of clients who sit in front of me and they're fully honest with me and I can read it in their face how they truly feel. But then when it comes to family, it's like they're not actually being clear. <laughs> 
And so that's that's leads me to point number two. Why do we sometimes feel disappointed or worn out in the holidays? It's because we just go with the flow. We do what we've always done and we hope things will be different. But we have to put in the work to forge a different path. We have to be willing to, you know, have the hard conversations and confront and um, be honest if we want this year to be different. And so when we just go with the flow, when we do what we've always done for the last 20 years, and at the same time, we are different people, right? Back then, we weren't married, we didn't have kids, maybe didn't have the job or all the things on your plate. And so you could do all the things. But now it's different because you actually are responsible for different things now than you were then. And so, again, just being clear about your true desires, what season that you're in now, and what needs to happen to forge a different path so that in this season you can have a peaceful, enjoyable holiday experience. And that leads me to point number three, clear and consistent communication of your expectations ahead of time to the right people in the right order is what makes a difference. So ultimately, after you're clear in your own heart with God, after you have gotten clarity about, okay, this is what what I really desire, then you need to sit down with your, your spouse or your immediate family and really do some honest sharing and reflective listening. And so what that might sound like is, okay, I'm realizing last year, you know, this part or this, this certain family dinner was really hard for me. And this is why I struggled. And this is, you know, where I felt missed or misunderstood, or this is what my true desire was. And maybe you ask them questions, right? Like, okay, what went really well for you? What did you enjoy last year? What do you wish was different? You know, what are your desires going into this year? And I think it's really important in marriage to be on the same page because I also know from my own experience over the years that if you don't clearly communicate to your spouse first, and if, if the two of you are not on the same page, then you can go into some of these challenging family experiences and that's where it can cause like division or hurt or maybe one of you feels like the other person didn't have your back. But you know what? Maybe you didn't communicate to them what you were hoping for. And so get really clear with your spouse first. And then the two of you talk through and think about what specific family members do we need to communicate with and what do we need to communicate? So is that with your parents or grandparents or siblings? You know, what, what are your hopes? What are your expectations? You know, what, what boundaries need to be set? We're going to talk next, next time about boundaries because that's so huge. But when we communicate, we need to communicate clearly and directly. Okay. Sometimes we don't want to hurt feelings and we dance around the issue, but we need to be really clear. And we also need to ask about their hopes, right? We can extend that conversation to reflective listening with family members as well. And even if you don't agree with them, even if the two of you have a different perspective, you can still honor one another's request. And so for example, I'm, I'm just going to be practical with this. Like every year, like after Christmas, I get so like overwhelmed and almost frustrated by the amount of gifts and stuff in my house. <laughs> now, here in my heart, I'm super grateful that we have so many generous family members. And I do love 
watching my kids like open these gifts and how excited they are. And I, I don't want to steal the joy from that. But Nate and I are super intentional about the limited amount of gifts we purchase our own children, what we purchase and why, and then really enjoying each one. So each gift they open is really intentional and thoughtful. It's not overwhelming. It's something that we things we can enjoy as a family or experiences we can have. And, and so that usually goes really well when it's like the six of us. But then when it comes to like going over to family members' houses and the next round of gifts, like that's where I just literally, I get overwhelmed. I get anxious. I feel frustrated, um, mixed in with like, oh, I should feel grateful. And then every year I'm like, it's too much. <laughs> and so this is an area that I want to grow in, in, I know Nate and I are clear about our own desires and we've done it well in our own home, but I don't feel like we've done it well communicating with our family. And, and again, maybe that means being more clear about specific things that are high value that our kids would enjoy rather than a bunch of like random things that feel too much or overwhelming. And I think it's a balance, right? We don't want to steal people's joy. Like we don't want to take away from others wanting to give, but at the same time, we can be clear about our desires for us or our children. So here's the big idea today. Your family experiences throughout the holidays can feel more peaceful if you get clear about your own expectations and you effectively communicate those expectations to your loved ones. So here's what I want you to reflect on this week. What worked last year? What went well and why? What do you wish was different last year? And what do you need to do to have a different experience this year? What do you need to communicate ahead of time to your spouse and then to your family? So take some time to reflect on that this week and I will see you here next week. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me today. I want you to know that God sees you. You are loved, valued, and important. If this podcast helped you, it would mean so much if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and text or post a screenshot with your friends who can join our mindful movement of believers. Let's live intentionally as God designed life to be interconnected. I'm cheering for you. We are in this together, and I look forward to next time.